It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion. We are on 21 Days of Gratitude leading up to Thanksgiving Day, and this is day six of our 21 days. Welcome to November, by the way, November 1st. So this is the month of Thanksgiving now, and uh, we are on day six, 21 days, We or we could say 21 episodes of gratitude leading right up to Thanksgiving. And our step today, if we want to have a grateful heart, we're going to talk about the word realize. Realize God works all things for good. If we want to have a grateful heart, we need to realize that God means all things for good. Friends, the truth is that we will have problems and issues that arise in life. There will be times that things don't go in the way we expect, and our inclination, our initial inclination, may be to turn and complain, to grumble and to doubt God's goodness. There are times in this life that we face disappointment for believers and unbelievers alike. There are times that things do not go the way that we hope. But what we must realize, if your faith is in Jesus, if you have put your faith, your hope, your trust in him, what you must realize is this, that all God is working all things together for your good. That is the key, the key to have gratitude. Even in the worst times, even in the painful por- portions of life, the key to having a grateful heart is to realize, man, I'm a child of God. I'm a son of God, a daughter of God. God is working all things together for my good. Even when I don't understand it, even when I can't see it, even when all I feel is the darkness and the pain and the trials of this life, God is working all things together for my good. You see, even in pain and disappointment, God is doing something good. Let's consider one of the most well-known stories in the Bible. Consider Joseph. Joseph was a young man who had an excellent spirit. Joseph was a young man who was loved by his father. Of course, Joseph was the son of Jacob. He was his 11th son. And uh, Jacob, though, loved Joseph more than any of his other children. Jacob loved Joseph more than all the others. And because of this, you know, Jacob gave him a coat of many colors, an expensive coat. And because of that, because of the way Jacob favored Joseph, how do you think Joseph's brothers responded? They hated him. They hated Joseph. And we know what happens in the story is that his own brothers reject him. They kidnap him. And uh, they, first they plan on killing him until Reuben, the firstborn, speaks up and says, hey, let's not kill him. You know, what, what good would that do us? Uh, Reuben was hoping to come back secretly later at night and rescue Joseph. But when Reuben went away, the other brothers sold Joseph as a slave to Egypt. Imagine being sold as a slave by your own brothers. Most of us at this point would give up. We would say, well, life is awful. God didn't protect me. My own brothers are supposed to be men of God. They've turned against me. So many of us would give up at this point and turn our hearts against the Lord and turn our hearts against the ways of God. But that's not what Joseph did. Joseph kept his excellent spirit. He was taken as a slave into Potiphar's house. He became number one in the house. But then Potiphar's wife, you know, she wanted to seduce Joseph. When Joseph refused her, she accused Joseph of violating her. Joseph was sold, uh, Joseph was thrown into prison because of this false accusation. Again, Joseph could have given up, 
but he didn't. He kept following God. Eventually, Joseph gets placed in prison, and he's now alongside Pharaoh's baker, Pharaoh's butler, and he interprets a dream for the butler, telling him that, you know, you will be restored to your position with Pharaoh. He says, when this happens, make sure you remember me. Well, the butler forgot about Joseph for two full years. Joseph was forgotten. Joseph had so many chances, so many horrible things happen in his life. Joseph could have given up and said, it's pointless, it's worthless, God isn't helping me, no one's helping me, I give up. But Joseph kept an overcoming attitude. Joseph kept an attitude of gratitude. Joseph kept seeking God. And of course, eventually the butler remembered Joseph when Pharaoh had a dream that he didn't understand. Joseph interprets Pharaoh's dream. Pharaoh is so impressed that in one moment he promotes Joseph from prisoner to number two man in the kingdom. When the famine comes later, Joseph is the one in charge of giving out grain and you know, uh, administering the whole program. Eventually, Joseph's own brothers come to him for food. They don't know that it's their brother. Joseph realizes. Joseph eventually takes care of them. He reveals himself to his brothers, and the family is reunited after years and years of separation. Such a horrible story. So many horrible things happened. But what a great ending it had. Joseph is restored. Later on, Joseph's father Jacob dies, and his brothers are now afraid. Well, Joseph was nice to us while dad was alive, but now that dad's gone, he's going to get his revenge. But what does Joseph say in Genesis 50 and verse 20? He tells his brothers this, As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. Listen to those amazing words of Joseph. You meant it for evil, God meant it for good. And Joseph had this overcoming faith that even when you did evil against me, even when everything went against me, it was evil, what you did wasn't good, but God meant it for good. And you see, many lives were saved because Joseph was sold into slavery. If he hadn't been sold into slavery, no one would have interpreted Pharaoh's dream. Egypt wouldn't have saved all the grain they saved. And then that whole region would have been wiped out. Jacob's family would have been wiped out. And then Jesus never could have come. He needed to come from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob Joseph, you know, through his actions, through being sold to slavery, Joseph was able to save us all by preserving the line of Abraham so that Jesus could come. Joseph's pain led to our blessing and victory. You know, most of you watching or listening, you've probably heard my story before about my son, Caleb, my amazing firstborn son, that a little more than three years ago, Caleb passed away in his sleep. He had a heart condition that none of us knew about at the time. He was perfectly healthy on the outside. He was a genius student, great athlete. He was an author. He served in the church. He worshiped God. And then one morning, I couldn't wake him up. Then one morning, uh, he was gone. He had passed away several hours before. His heart had gone out during the night. And that was such an awful thing. And of course, my wife and I, we grieved and grieved, and our family around us grieved and grieved. And it was right to grieve, but we had a choice to make. Are we still going to praise God and thank him? Or are we just going to give in to the pain? And by the grace of God, we realized we're going to praise God. We're going to thank God because we know that God is going to work this for good. It's never what we would have chosen. I would reverse it if I could. But God is going to work it for good. And for Caleb, it's already been worked for good because Caleb is in the presence of Jesus, worshiping in unfettered glory right now. He already sees the good. I don't see the full good yet. 
I know, though, God has used us. He's used our story to bless others who have been through this. I know there's still a greater good God's going to bring. Even when I don't see it, even in my pain, I choose to say, God, you are working this for good. And I pray God will give you grace, friends. Whatever trial, whatever is going on in your life, that you'll be able to say, Lord, you meant this all for good. And you will say that, and you'll be able to thank the Lord in every situation. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.